Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. In the coming weeks, I'll be exploring the subject prayer. And we'll be looking at 10 things under the subject prayer. The question I like to ask as I start is, what is prayer? I believe many of you, my listeners, have answered that question already by saying prayer is talking to God. Indeed, prayer is fellowship with God. Prayer is communication at that fellowship. Throughout all the ages of human existence, men have had communication with God. I say prayer is where common people meet to tete-a-tete with an uncommon God. For us as Christians, prayer indicates our dependency on the supernatural God. God is a personality and we have his likeness in us. But God is bigger and more powerful than ourselves. And always in the human heart is a thirst, a hunger, a need, which most times cannot even be uttered, most times cannot be expressed. But prayer, whether spoken or unspoken, goes to show that we need help from beyond ourselves. Just as I have said that many through the ages have prayed. I believed as David in Psalm 91 and verse 1 said, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shelter of the Almighty. He is thinking of prayer. Prayer is where we enter the secret place of the Most High. Jeremiah in chapter 33 and verse 3 calls prayer a place where great and unsearchable things are revealed to us. David again says in Psalm 62 and verse 1, My soul find rest in God alone. It is at prayer that we find rest in God. So again, prayer is fellowshipping, entering into the secret place of God where we get to hear the deep things of God. David again in Psalm 63 said, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My body also longs for you. That longing is satisfied when we find rest in God at prayer, talking to him and hearing him talk back to us. That is prayer. It was this hunger and thirst and need for the presence of God, which we call prayer, for, the, for fellowship, for a tete-a-tete, a rendezvous with God Almighty, who we call Abba, our Father. It was this same longing that in Luke chapter 11 caused the disciples when they saw Jesus Christ. And I read from verse 1. 
And this is the very scripture that we'll be exploring as we look at the 10 things that I want to bring out from this particular scripture in Luke chapter 11 and from verse 1. As the disciples watched Jesus Christ, even he had the need to depend on his source, the Father. So they saw him praying one day in a certain place. And when Jesus finished praying, one of his disciples asked him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. And Jesus answered them and said, When you pray, say, Our Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we also forgive them that sin against us and lead us not into temptation and some newest translations continue and say but deliver us from the evil one for yours is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen so I'm going, as I said, to be looking at 10 things or 10 lessons that we can learn from what we have come to know and call the Lord's Prayer. Many of us get up and pray this prayer every day. There is nothing wrong with that because it is scripture and it is good to speak out scripture. But if this is all the prayer that we pray, I want to tell you, my friend, that you are not wrong, but you are also not right. Because this particular prayer is just a pattern. Just as when a mason is going to build a house, they need to have a plan in hand to know what kind of house to produce. They do not produce exactly what they see on the sheet of paper, which is the plan. The plan is only a guide to tell them exactly what they are going to build and what size of building they are going to build. So also, this prayer we call the Lord's Prayer is just a pattern of how to pray. So Jesus said, when we pray, we should say our Father. The first thing, number one, that I want to draw from this Lord's Prayer is that our prayer must be sweet our father how many fathers are not excited when their children speak the first word and they say daddy or they speak the first word and they say mommy i believe that is the sweetest sound that any parent ever hears to hear the child speak their first word and say mommy or daddy so Jesus started his prayer and he said, remember, I am your father. I am the Abba. Who is a father? A father is a responsible person. A father is the provider. A father is the protector. A father is the one who gives security, who takes care of a household. But in this case, Jesus was talking about our Father in heaven. And he said, when you pray, say our Father 
who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. I like to look at the word hallowed. Hallowed means holy. Hallowed is used to refer to someone who is very much respected and admired. I believe women will be able to associate with the word admiration. If you are a woman and you walk past and someone says to you, oh, you look so beautiful, how does it make you feel? And even as a man, when someone says you are handsome, all your ego comes out. You feel proud of yourself. So Jesus carefully chose his word and he says, Say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. It means Jesus is saying, God, you are beautiful, you are admirable, we respect you, you are holy, and we honor you. That is the sweetness of prayer. So I say prayer must be sweet. Prayer must be sweet means that we need to tell God how good he is. He wants to hear sweet words from us. He does not want to always hear us complaining and wondering, God, where are you when things are not working for me? Even in the midst of when things are not working, you tell God, I know you are a good God and you are working everything out for my good. When God hears such sweet words, I believe it turns him on his throne to want to do good things for us. So the sweetness of prayer means that our prayer must start with worship. So Jesus said, when you pray, the most important thing is bring me sweetness. Bring me worship. And my friend, worship means to kiss. To kiss someone. Who do you kiss? You kiss a person you are in love with. So worship is loving God. Worship is kissing God. Worship is telling God how much awesome and how beautiful and how good he is to you. Worship is saying, God, I know you are faithful. You will be there for me all the time. You are there for me and you will never change. Men will change, but I trust you that you will not change. He wants to hear the romantic story from our hearts. Because Ephesians said, it is for this reason that he created us. So the Bible talks in Psalm 100, it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. I say enter the inner courts with worship. Use your prayer time. Don't let it only be a period of give me and give me and give me. God wants one most important thing from you and from me. It is when we are totally in love with God. And it doesn't matter how ugly it turns. We say we love you. It doesn't matter what darkness we are faced with. We know that he is a loving, caring God. My friend, I don't know what you are going through. But God said when you come to him to pray, to fellowship with him, the first thing you must give him, bring him sweetness. Nobody goes to a king empty-handed. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in the Old Testament that none of us shall appear before the Lord empty-handed. 
the best thing we can take to God is worship. See when the Magi or the Magi, however you want to pronounce it, when Jesus Christ was born and they were going to see their baby Jesus, this was so paramount. That prayer must be sweet. When they went to see the baby Jesus, they went with sweetness. They went with worship. They went holding something in their hands. They took with them gold. They took with them myrrh. They took with them incense. Incense smells so good. Gold is so precious. Myrrh preserves. Myrrh beautifies. They went saying, the king of kings is born and he's so beautiful and he's so awesome and he's so glorious and we have come to adore him. If you will start your day every day with the sweetness of worship and take it to God no matter what you are faced with, then you will be the first to see the glory of the living King. The heaven will be opened upon you and I as we worship him. At this point, my friend, you will notice that I have just looked at point one. This sweetness is so important to me, but you cannot bring God worship when you don't know him. You cannot even go to the presence of the living God when you have no relationship with him. Remember I said it is fellowship and communication that is prayer. But God wants you in. God wants everyone he has created to be in his presence. Today you can enter in my friend. Today you can become the friend of God. Today you can become a child of God. And I'm giving you the opportunity right now. To make Jesus Christ your Lord and your Savior. That's the best gift you can give him, your life. Hand it over to him and say, Here God, here Abba Father, this is me, I have come. Just as I am. My friend, I want you to pray with me. It does not matter what you have done. God says it's okay, come in. Enter right now. You may say, I'm a prostitute. He said, come. You say, I'm a cheat, I'm a thief. He said, come in right now. Come, I'll give you rest. My friend, I want you to receive the Lord Jesus. All I'm saying is God says, come, 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 all you who are thirsty, come, all you who are heavy laden, come and I'll give you rest. I want you to say after me, Lord Jesus, I have come just as I am. I am a sinner. Forgive my sin. Cleanse me from every unrighteousness. Be my Lord and my Savior. Father, I thank you for all who prayed with me this day. May the blessing of heaven rest upon them. As you have accepted them in as children. Now open the heavens. Smile upon them and favor them. Mark them for your favor. Surround them. Let the blood of Jesus protect them and shield them. Thank you, my friend, for listening to me. I trust that you will join me again as we explore the second point on that prayer. And even throughout the weeks as we continue to look at what prayer is. And then we will all push ourselves into the presence of God. And dwell in the secret place of the Most High. That is where the blessing of God shall fall upon us. Remember, as you stay in the presence of God, He wants you to become so that you will make others become. God bless you richly. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life. 
and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.